Welcome to the WP Theory Podcast. Daily answers to your WordPress questions. Only on WPTheory.fm. How's it going, everybody? This is the WP Theory Podcast, the only daily WordPress podcast, I think, or at least the only daily one that matters, right, Matt? That's, that's correct. <laughs> I'm Adam Clark, <laughs> and I'm joined by my co-host, Matt Medeiros. How's it going today, Matt? Doing well, sir. Ready and uh, excited to kick this thing off. Yeah, I know. We recorded our episode zero, little intro, or little intro episode a while ago, and we're finally... Uh, we're finally on to the point of this show, which is our our users and audiences' uh, WordPress questions. So uh, we're going to be uh, reading a question today from someone. Uh, you can submit those questions on our website at wptheory.fm. But of course, what we'd love for you to do is go to that site and click the Ask a Question button, and you can record an MP3 question right there. You don't have to have any special equipment, a mic, or anything you can just click that button and record your question and we'll get it. And um, the other advantage of that is you can you can say who you are and, and mention your website and reach our millions of listeners. <laughs> so Yeah, I mean, uh, best way to get, gain some exposure through exactly. all of the stuff that we're doing. Plus, it makes the show a whole heck of a lot more fun. So we definitely invite you to head on over to wptheory.fm. Go ahead and leave a voicemail so we can play you on the air. Yeah, you don't want to just listen to our two voices the whole time. So, right. so that'd be great if you wanted to do that. Um, but we're going to go ahead and dive right into our first question ever and the question for today. And this question is from Lisa Snyder. And she asks, how can a non-developer determine when a free or premium theme is set up and coded well? Can I assume that all paid themes are coded well? That's a, it's a tremendous question. Um, and it's one that uh, I just finished doing a workshop for the WordCamp Providence or for WordCamp Providence uh, with Syed Balki of WP Beginner. And that was one of the questions that came up, right? Because a lot of beginners are like, well, we all are saying, how do you, you know, make sure you pick a good theme, make sure right. you pick a theme that's supported. And it's easy for us to stand on top of the mountain and uh, tell the newbies to do that. But then they say, well, how do I determine that? Yeah, it was, uh, uh, when I read her question, uh, I immediately thought, well, um, I, I thought of three or four ways, but then I realized, wait a minute, she asked how a non-developer could determine uh, that because like all my ways would be, well, look at, uh, there's a number of, of ways you can look at the code or, or get an idea of what kind of, uh, what, you, what you're dealing with based on the code. But, but again, she's talking about non-developers and, and that's a whole, that's kind of a different, that's a different approach than like, as you said, what we're probably used to doing. Right. Right. Um, so I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll give you my opinion on on the matter. Um, you know, the first thing, because I think you and I both are uh, theme authors and, yeah. and theme retailers is <laughs> probably yeah. a great name for it nowadays. Uh, a lot of them come through WordPress.org, right? So a lot of new intro people are being taught on .org and they're like through workshops and whatnot. So they're finding themes through .org. So if you're not a developer, and you're there and you're installing a theme and there might be potential for a, a premium upsell, we'll take a look at the support uh, on WordPress.org for that particular theme. You're already using the free theme, so go ahead and look at the user rating, uh, you know, five stars, four stars, one star, that kind of thing. Take mm -hmm. a look at the actual written response feedback um, that some folks have left. And then 
check out the forums, right? Because right down there at the bottom, there's a little, you know, one of 10 issues resolved uh, indication. And you can kind of gauge, hey, is this, is this theme being supported? Now, keep in mind that is for the free side of things. The premium side of things will probably take you off site from .org and you'll be at the theme author site. Uh, and you'll want to see things like, you know, is there a support th uh, forum? Is there a way for me to easily access support? Um, that's like step number one. It's, it's funny because I just had a colleague of mine, she runs a marketing site and controversially, she didn't buy the theme from me, uh, but she <laughs> found it from another theme author. Shame on her. <laughs> right. She bought it from another theme author and she asked me these questions. How do I know I can set this up just like the demo? Does it have all of these photos included? And when I install it, will it look like the homepage that they have in their demo? And I said, look, the best thing you, you can do is reach out to this theme author, contact them, some kind of pre-sales thing and say, hey, I'm wondering about these three questions. Uh, can you give me some help? Um, that's something that's a little bit more deeper dive where you're reaching out to them, but it's totally appropriate to do that. And then base your opinion on that. I mean, were they, were they uh, emailing you immediately? Did it take a day? Did it take a week? Did they not respond at all? I mean, mm -hmm. those are start, that's when you start to see some warning signs. That doesn't mean that the, that the theme is coded well, but at least you know that the support is there. And to be fair, I mean, if there's somebody who's responsive on the other side of the phone or email, um, chances are they've taken some initiative to code something well, or at least they're there to support you through any kind of conflict that you might have. Sure. Right. Um, you know, some other deeper diving things that you could do is are, look, you know, look at their social profile. Are they active uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, wherever? Um, are they talking to customers or potential customers? You know, do you like the way that they're engaging with, with the audience? Um, you know, and then some deeper things, not always uh, an, a necessity, but do they contribute back to WordPress? Are they involved in the WordPress community? Are they sponsoring WordCamps? Um, are they helping others uh, within WordPress? Because at least you know they're going to be around for a while, right? Um, that's one of the things that, that, you know, we sort of talk about a lot is we're not just putting up themes for the sake of, of revenue and profits. And this is a, you know, this is a, uh, a, a thing that we have to hop on the bandwagon about. This is something that we're building software. We wanted to help WordPress as a whole, um, and we want to be there to help the help the community and support the community and see it thrive. So, yeah, these uh, are all these are all things that you can that can help you determine kind of uh, the the quality of a theme shop or a theme developer. I mean, ultimately, determining the quality of a co of the code is hard to do without actually looking yes. at the code. But since we can't often with premium themes look at the code. Um, I mean, some theme shops, you know, they, they post uh, a lot of theme shops make plugins, for example, that are free and you could always uh, download a plugin and take a peek. But but again, if you're a non-developer, it probably isn't going to make much sense anyway. I mean, the point I think you're trying to make, Matt, is that um, these are other things that we can do besides actually looking yeah. at the code to uh, help us know whether or not uh, uh, what type of person theme developer or theme shop this is right and your support the thing you said about support i thought or reaching out was great because i'm sure we've all had that experience i've had that experience where i bought a theme and i had a question and i went to the website and first of all it took me forever to figure out how to even contact the the theme shop and then once i figured it out um there it was it was just like an it wasn't super intuitive and then you and then you submit a ticket and then it, you know three or four days go by and you haven't got a response yet i mean so i think your point about asking a question up front is great because if they respond back quickly i mean there's a good chance that 
that means that they take you know customer service seriously. And that's something you're really going to need, especially if you're a non-developer. You are going to run into issues where you have a question or something, and you don't want to ask that question and wait a week and, and, and go through that kind of ordeal. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. I mean, I'd say that. I mean, short of uh, reaching out to somebody who's already running the site or a, a, a site that uses the theme and maybe saying, hey, have you run into any problems yourself? Does it load okay? Does Have you had any conflicts when you went to customize the theme or yeah. add some new plugins? You could always go that far uh, far down the chain, but that's a little bit harder to get to, but certainly something that's that's feasible, um, you know, especially on yeah. a demo site or somebody that you know. Maybe you found the theme because of somebody else was using it, and hey, just simply say, have you run into any issues? Has your developer run into any issues? What do you think? And just get their feedback. Absolutely. That's great. And one other thing I was going to mention, too, is that, um, a lot of theme shops and theme developers are starting to make their documentation available uh, to to everyone. Like they, they post their documentation on the front end of their site and you don't have to have purchased a theme or log in anywhere to see that. And I think that's great. And, and honestly, if that is there, then that to me speaks well of the theme shop and the theme developer. And, and you can definitely take a peek at that documentation and read through how to set up this theme or that theme. And, and that might give you also an indication of how complex it is or how difficult it is to use. And, um, you know, additionally, I would look for a blog too. You know, if, if a oh, yeah. theme shop or theme developer is blogging regularly, you can scan through that blog and see the kind of things, you know, if they're doing that, they're probably writing about their own themes and about things that you can do or can't do. And you can just learn a lot about, uh, as you said, Matt, you know, how you know, how, how invested and committed they are to this. I mean, the worst thing is someone who just releases a single theme and never touches it and never supports it. And, um, you know, these are ways you can kind of avoid accidentally purchasing one of those kinds of themes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And, and it is a, there are some uh, murky waters around the WordPress uh, space where there's, you know, there's themes that are just put out just revenue purposes and it's just sort mm -hmm. of a marketing buzz kind of thing. So there's these folks that just do it because it's easy to, to make a buck, but there's no support and the code is lackluster or broken um, yeah. for that for that matter. So um, definitely, definitely take the, some of the advice that we gave you to kind of look into that and see if it's uh, the right fit for you. Yeah, I think those are some great tips. Um, so... Uh, do you have any particular places that you, Matt, would recommend people uh, go to? I mean, you have your own theme shop, which, I mean, we can, of course, vouch for the quality of those themes. Right. Um, are there any other, like, particular theme shops or theme developers that pop into your mind that um, are, are pretty solid for just, you know, check these guys out first? If you're not sure what you're looking for, kind of start here. Yeah, I mean, there of course, there's the big names like, like Studio Press, um, right. you know, and, and their Genesis framework. You know, some of the stuff that I'm more into lately are are the folks who are doing like the, I guess, uh, lack of a better term, indie development, like mm -hmm. a Carrie Dills who's making themes for for Genesis, right? And finding these sort of these indie designers and developers right. that are taking advantage of a powerful framework um, and building their own solutions. Um, you know, so right off the top of my head, I you know, I'd say, Carrie Dills, um, and anyone else who's sort of, you know, in that space, um, you know, yeah, building. Carrie, Carrie does some great work. And I, th I think the only one I would just add just that pops to the, the top of my head is, um, uh, Mike McAllister's 
yep. n- new theme shop called Array, and um, uh, he he's doing some great work, and he's been in this for a long time, and I just uh, I personally have enjoyed some of his themes, and so I would add that to the list. But I agree with you that you know Carrie and and uh, for example, if you go to Studio Press, you can actually look at their recommended developers. They have a list of people that they recommend, and most of those people make their own themes, and you can follow from there to their websites and look at their themes. And that's just a great place to uh, to start. And all of these links we mentioned, you notice I, I didn't actually give any URLs here because you're, you're probably not in a place where you can make note of that or write it down. All of those are going to be available in the show notes at wptheory.fm slash one, because this is episode one. So all of that will be there. You can go there and and find everything that we just talked about today. That's great stuff. And I want everybody else, so while you're there reviewing the show notes, make sure you leave us a message. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, please uh, leave us a message. We... Um, you know, this is a daily show. We're, 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 this is going to be here every morning, and it's 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 shortened to the point. You know, it's uh, we're kind of capping it at fifteen minutes, and occasionally it might go over. Like today, we're we're probably getting close to that limit because it's our first episode, and and uh, we we might have talked a little bit more than we typically will. But it's it's going to be short and easy to digest, and every morning, so. Um, there's plenty of opportunity to have your question answered. So leave us, leave us a question. And there's also links there. You can, you can subscribe in iTunes and what we would absolutely love, which would be so helpful for us would be to leave a rating and review in iTunes that helps the show get promoted within iTunes and helps other people find it who might find it useful. And, uh, if you think any, any of your friends or whatever would find the show useful, tell them about it. We would appreciate that. So tweet it up, everybody share it, tweet it, post it, like it, everything. Yep. <laughs> Every, all of, all of the socials, yes. just everything. So thanks for listening. And, uh, you can, you can follow along on Twitter at, at WP theory FM. And I'm AV Clark on Twitter. And, uh, where can people find you, Matt? You can find me at Matt report. It's the fastest way to find me on Twitter. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.